Chabiso Musiya on SAFM. And it's our pleasure now to welcome the Honourable uh, Minister of uh, Sport, Arts and Culture, Minister Natim Tetwa, on the line just to talk about uh, fans returning to the stadiums. Good evening, Minister, and thank you very much for finding time to speak to us on SAFM this evening. Thanks, Minister. I guess the first question is, as far as fan attendance is concerned or allowing fans back in the stadium, what is government's stance on that? Well, firstly, uh, you recall uh, that uh, uh, every move uh, we do uh, is guided by medical people, uh, epidemiologists and and others, uh, clinicians on this matter of... uh, uh, saving lives and uh, uh, guaranteeing and uh, opening for livelihoods. So it's it's step of the way we're guided by that. But uh, the sporting fraternity, especially uh, when it comes to uh, firstly starting with uh, going back to play, uh, there's been very uh, clinical uh, in making their case, uh, which start, starting with the uh, back-to-play, uh, which mm. they, they motivated so clearly, and uh, it was uh, uh, accepted. But it went through the whole process. Right now, we've been informed about the, the pending dead wave, which all of us don't know the shape and the size of it and how and what is going to happen. But uh, SARS-CoV, together with the events uh, organizations, has put up a a case uh, for the spectators. So we received this last week uh, from from them, and uh, we are looking to it. uh, As a matter of fact, uh, the Director General of the Department is meeting with the all of them, Saskatchewan and so on, so that they take it from there uh, to the next level, which is government structures, uh, the net joins, it will go to command council. Uh, but that's where it is now. Uh, and uh, all I can say is that uh, there is a, a consciousness from our side that the uh, Sustaining livelihood is, is as important as uh, protecting lives, uh, as it were. So we'll see how it goes, uh, but we are no longer talking people just calling for uh, spectators to come back, uh, but there's a case which has been put uh, before us, before government, and the government is, is actually considering that. Okay, Minister, I, th- I think if I understand you correctly, then you are saying that it, it was up to the federations or SARS-CoV to represent the federations to come and apply for a return for fans like they did when they applied for a return to play last year. It's not necessarily government saying that fans can't come into the stadiums. They need to motivate. They need to motivate. Actually, uh, so you know, uh, even when we're talking about uh, back to play, mm. Uh, they they let um, all other sectors uh, and the, the health department in particular was so impressed, uh, especially with the sporting fraternity, uh, that their case was 
you know, uh, you remember the Pio Pablo and yes. so on. They they actually initiated that uh, as they are doing now, and we think that uh, they are making their case, uh, and their case uh, is going to be weighed, as I said, against what uh, where the country is and how the country is moving forward. Uh, but we are very conscious, and we understand why uh, sustaining livelihood is important much as we understand that whatever we do, we should not be the ones who are super spreaders uh, of, of the pandemic in our communities. And now that you've got a case from Saskatoon, Minister, are you surprised that it took so long because everybody was blaming government, saying that, no, this is government that's not allowing fans to, to return to the stadiums? Well, um, I think people would do that because... Uh, they wouldn't understand that even, even in the past, before uh, uh, the back to play was given a note, mm. uh, people kept on saying that. And uh, we would uh, interact uh, with uh, the sporting bodies uh, and say that we have nothing on the table to consider. We can't just, uh, uh, through a decree, uh, say, no, people must just go back without any plan. Uh, so the plan uh, has to be there, and uh, I think also the sporting uh, community understood. Remember that uh, the best part of last year, uh, were uh, on hard lockdown at some point and so on, and things were easing up towards the end of the year. Mm. Then came December, the second wave, and you saw how devastating it was, mm. you know, uh, and after that, uh, things uh, started to ease a bit. But right now, we're informed that uh, we should be ready uh, for the third wave. So whatever is put before government has to answer that question. What then do we do if, in case of this outbreak? Uh, and how do we move forward? But I must say, Tavis, uh, that I want to comment the... the the sporting community, uh, as well as the creative, uh, because if you look at different uh, sectors of the economy, this particular sector has been shut down from last year. Others have been partially opened, and some uh, sectors have been opened totally, but this one consistently has been shut down. And in a way, you'd, you'd, you'd understand that in a capitalist society, uh, you can't just shut down and a, a sector of the economy, and there is no explosion uh, of livelihoods uh, insofar as that is concerned. So, but we understand also that the, there is a bigger good because we can't also blindly just do things uh, and not, you know, prepare ourselves for consequences thereafter. And I know there's an argument, there's been an argument, Minister, as to why churches and other places have been opened but not stadiums. Does it go back to what you're saying then? Does it mean that the others had applied for their various sectors? Well, they have. But remember that even those who have have so far, in whatever uh, concessions have been made, there's nothing like... uh, a sector which has uh, been open, particularly, we deal with people 
for more than 500 people uh, so far, you know. And uh, again, if you look at uh, the um, sporting uh, the situation, that what do you do with 120 people? What do you do in a stadium of uh, 60,000 uh, capacity? Uh, and uh, you say, well, uh, 500 people uh, uh, should be allowed, you know? Mm. For, for sport and for events, uh, it becomes a bit uh, superficial, if I may put it that way. Uh, but with uh, this case, uh, which goes through uh, a proper analysis uh, from different uh, aspects of government, be they uh, the net joints, be they the health and so on, uh, we'll be, be you know, uh, hoping that uh, things will ease uh, up and uh, before we know it, uh, uh, things would be opened uh, for everything and for people to play. For those who are just joining us, we are speaking to the sports minister, Natim Teto, just about when we can expect fans to return to the stadium and what the holdup has been. And he's explained in the beginning that um, they have received now a proposal from Saskok and they are going to look at it and uh, they have to have present their case like they did for the return to play. So that case, minister, like you're saying, is that, for example, if, if, if it's the FNB Stadium and it takes 90,000 people, they must say how much capacity or how many fans they can allow uh, still maintaining those social distances, uh, distancing regulations and all of that. Yes, uh, so you know, it's, a, it, it's not an easy uh, situation uh, because uh, the majority of the people is what you look up for, especially uh, within the the, sport, the sporting fraternity and and event side, uh, that's mm. what you you're looking for. Mm. Uh, but uh, if you have a situation where um, the the numbers, uh, with all the health protocols of uh, social distancing and uh, wearing of masks and so on, uh, if they don't make a uh, financial and economic sense, uh, you'll then have this kind of a situation that individually uh, sport administrators will start calling for uh, the opening up, uh, which we must say that uh, we are well aware uh, of it and uh, we we hope for the best, really, uh, that at the end of the day, nobody should... Uh, uh, you know, f- uh, feel guilty of any uh, kind of accidents or kind of uh, whatever negative uh, occurrence which can take place uh, out of the process. Well, we, we saw yesterday when we were marking 100 days to the Tokyo Games, they announced that um, fans can come in from, I think, from Japan at the moment, but you cannot sing at the stadium and you cannot cheer. And those are some of the regulations that are being put in place at the Tokyo Olympic Games and the Paralympics, of course. But let's take one or two voice notes here about this topic of, of fans returning to the stadium. I remember Tulane from Holland. As the Minister for Sports and Arts, there's a business side of art and sport. Do they have a plan as an organization or are they still waiting for 
the plan from PSL to say this day is our plan. We want to open up for the fans in the stadium. Thanks to Lon from Holland. Uh, good evening, Tabison. Good evening to uh, the Minister at Liberty here from East London. Well, uh, SRB has proposed various ways in which fans can get back to the stadiums for the British and Irish lines. They have proposed the um, crowdfunding, um, also the thing about uh, the passports um, that proves that uh, you have been vaccinated, um, and also uh, testing sites uh, in the stadiums where people can be tested and they enter the stadium. So what is your view um, in terms of the British and Irish Lions allowing fans back to the stadiums um, and um, yeah because I really think for me uh, because um, you know stadiums are just big facilities uh, social distancing will be implemented so I don't see any reason why fans cannot be allowed back to the stadiums so yeah thank you very much uh, Tabiso Good morning Tibos and Minister Onyambos today I just want to make a plea on behalf of the boxing fraternity. I mean, boxing is a is a sport that is trying to crawl its way up. I mean, to go back to being the second biggest sport in this country. Boxing is struggling for sponsorship. I mean, uh, this uh, closing off fans is doing serious harm to the game. Um, sponsors. I mean, you get a few people that are willing to put in money to the sport when they are told that they can't attend those tournaments. I mean, it harms, it harms those efforts. Uh, as as, as Tabitha said there, I mean, you've got churches, you've got street bashes, you've got taverns. I mean, why? what's wrong with us? What's our sin? We are really pleading with you, sir, whatever number that you can offer us. We know that it depends on the size of the venue. We will obey all your regulations, sir. Okay, thanks there, Ter, uh, about the boxing. Maybe let's start with the first one. We've had a um, question about PSL, about about the rugby and the boxing. Yeah, very interesting. Minister, just for clarity, I think Tulani wanted to understand clarity. With the PSL, do they have to apply to you or now do they also fall uh, up? Do they also become part of Saskok? Does Saskok apply on behalf of everyone? Well, they they can still um, uh, raise their under under uh, the mother body suffer, of course. But uh, remember that uh, Saskok is a confederation of all the federations uh, which uh, we have, and we hope that uh, they they've consulted uh, with the federations, but. The case they are putting forward, uh, together with the events uh, organization, the case they are putting forward is the case which uh, would benefit the entirety of uh, of, uh, of of sport uh, in the country. Rugby, yes, they did uh, raise their specific matter uh, relating to uh, British and, and, and Irish lands. Uh, they. They, on their own, you know, uh, came with uh, much earlier uh, because of a specific uh, program, as it were. But this one, as I said, it's it's much more uh, broader in the sense that it looks not only on sports, it looks at the broader creative and cultural uh, economy uh, on the one side, 
and 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 spot uh, on the other. So, I I really believe, uh, having gone through uh, some of the uh, points they are raising, I I believe that uh, if things are um, easing down, it will make uh, uh, absolute sense. But the tell you so the 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 pain with which people are expressing uh, this view uh, we can emphasize with uh, of of uh, having fans and spectators back uh, to the stadia and so on uh, it's something which uh, really has to do with uh, uh, people and their lives and their livelihood uh, and and there is no way that uh, as government would want uh, that part to be parked forever because it affects everything in our society. And at the same time, we uh, are well aware that um, we cannot, as as the Ministry of Sport, uh, Arts and Culture, for instance, willy-nilly just decide. Everything gets scrutinized uh, through a whole host of... uh, uh, structures, uh, as as we said, and at the same time, if you put a case, uh, if you put across your case, uh, cogent as it can be, uh, you'll have to answer this question. Uh, it's easier said than done. That no, look, uh, uh, social distancing would would happen. It all will depend on the health situation of the country. It will depend on the process uh, of uh, different. Uh, uh, alert levels which we find ourselves in and the numbers. Uh, uh, somebody was talking about uh, people in churches, in taverns and, and everywhere. In fact, uh, uh, the, the, the last uh, uh, announcement by the president, you remember that uh, it was uh, mainly uh, with regards to, to the churches. But if you look at it again, and look at our stadia, uh, and look at the events uh, programs, um, they are a drop in the ocean uh, because these are the sectors which need uh, a lot of people uh, to attend the events, to attend uh, matches and so on. Uh, so we haven't had, we haven't reached a point where thousands of people uh, uh, or more than a thousand uh, has been, you know, granted generally uh, mm. within government, not only uh, on the sector. So the sector itself, uh, or these two sectors uh, in particular, would be more dependent on where the country finds itself in. Uh, we are talking about different countries. Different countries have uh, adopted different uh, uh, strategies based on the level of... Uh, of their vaccination uh, program, for instance, uh, the level of uh, the impact uh, of, of, of COVID-19 uh, pandemic uh, in those countries. So it all depends on a, a number of things. Uh, that is why when, when the case is uh, raised, for instance, uh, it, it has to uh, have a lot of uh, hands uh, going through through it. But... As I said, uh, without uh, being uh, judgmental or whatever, I think a lot of 
professional work, technical work has gone to or through uh, the, the case which has been uh, raised because SASCOG uh, has, has, has been working with other organizations. The Event Safety Council, for instance, uh, the South African Events uh, Council and the, uh, the Southern African Communication Industry Association, which in the main are more from the side of the creative industry. And then finally, Minister, there was a plea from boxing there saying that hey, uh, the sponsors don't want to come on now because there are no fans and they're asking for a special case. Is there a possibility where one federation to could be allowed to have fans and the other not if they apply individually? Or is that why you're recommending that they all apply through SASCOG so that we can have one application and one decision? Look, there's no hard and fast rule in this uh, Sometimes uh, many voices with one message makes a point. Uh, because, for instance, if you look at where we come from, uh, there are different federations in the past who argued their own case. Be uh, it uh, golf, uh, South Africa, be uh, it uh, football. Football, for instance, uh, uh, PSL, as a special member of SAFA, uh, came together with SAFA and they, they, they presented their case uh, much earlier, mm. you know. Uh, so even here, uh, that uh, SASCOC has uh, raised the uh, uh, matter on behalf of uh, sporting fraternity doesn't necessarily exclude people who think that, no, look, uh, our uh, federation is not uh, totally represented here, or there's something we think we need to raise and add uh, in this in this in this proposal. Well and good, they'll be uh, allowed to do that, but there's uh, not going to be a case of one federation, uh, you know, uh, getting difference uh, uh, to others. That is why we emphasize from the beginning that. Let us have a unified voice, for instance. Uh, that is why, as I'm making an example about football, that um, earlier on, uh, I'd had a meeting with uh, both the chairman of PSN and the president of SAFA, yes. uh, and to say, well, how do we look at football uh, as football? And they were able, uh, on their own, to come up with uh, a case and so on. And by the way, that case they, they presented became an became an example uh, to other uh, federations uh, that uh, uh, in the in the in the words of uh, health authorities that they actually surpassed the expectations of the health authorities health department and, and others uh, in the country okay no loud and clear minister we've heard you thank you very much uh, for the update and uh, and for the clarity on this matter I thank and, you, uh, Tabiso. Yes, and, so much. and thank you for being available to speak to us, Minister. Uh, Minister of Sport, Arts and Culture, Natim Teto. Basically, to sum it up, it's up to the federations. They must apply. They must apply and give proposals and reasons why they can allow fans uh, back at the stadium and then it will be taken to the health authorities will sit together with the sports, arts and culture department and then they will see if those are proposals are, are viable and they meet all the health and safety regulations. But also what's interesting that he said is that 
um, at the moment they haven't allowed thousands of people at any event or at churches or or, or whatever there still the numbers are not at thousands they still i think it was was it 500 i think the max for one of those events so he says it will be very complicated for uh, the sporting codes if you have a 60,000 uh, seater stadium there and you want to allow at least 10% which will be 6,000 he says they've not gone to that level yet of allowing so many people back at all of these events and that's why it's a bit complicated for the sporting community yeah no it's tough and he keeps warning us about a looming third wave here at the minister of sport but let's see what the saskook proposal has and what will come out of it we're gonna uh, speak to harda stein and yvette fancel next after their splendid performances um in italy in that marathon there and um if you're still interested in the football it's now sundowns three and parrots one with seven minutes left <laughs>